Today's episode is with Kim Coleman, co-founder of Paid Memberships Pro and SiteWideSales.com. Everyone listening might not know my skill set, but I'm kind of very broad with my skills and knowledge. So I can do graphic design, I can do logo design, I can do page design, content creation, kind of everything you would consider a marketing activity. But I also serve as the front-end developer, front-end designer for Paid Memberships Pro. So I can also code and code blocks and code all the front-end interfaces. I'm the only person on our team who has like the best knowledge of CSS. So I, I had skill gaps into the development pieces of the sabbatical, but they were small. And as you just heard, she took a sabbatical to focus on sitewisesales.com in order to really focus, get laser focused in on that product, lock the door, throw away the key, and do everything from marketing to concept work to development to even not talking to the team when she was focusing on this stuff. So really hyper-focused. I really appreciated this conversation. I hope you do as well. You know what I would appreciate if you checked out InMotion. InMotion hosting empowers you to build and grow websites with all of the essential tools that you need. Visit mattreport.com slash InMotion to see what they have going on. They've got a new product, manage hosting for WordPress. It's amazing. mattreport.com slash InMotion. It features a hyper-fast performance stack from the only web host powered by UltraStack, complete with 99.99% uptime, free SSL, one-click application installs, and a free domain for a year. Rest assured, knowing your website is secure and managed by friendly, that's right, friendly, 24-7 human support. Go further with their managed WordPress hosting, which I said they got something coming new. You want to check it out at mattreport.com slash inmotion. All plans are fine-tuned to deliver superior performance, security, and scalability. Build and launch a WordPress site in record time with their free page builder and professional themes. Or transfer an existing one with the free migration tools. Start your next WordPress website with InMotion at mattreport.com slash InMotion. Experience hyperfast load times and unparalleled performance. Plus, you'll receive free lifetime SSL certificates, automatic backups, and unlimited bandwidth. Visit mattreport.com slash InMotion. Support InMotion because they support me mattreport.com slash in motion. Here's today's guest, Kim Coleman. Sure. So we within our team have a few team members who have been with us for over five years. And at that point, I think you start to think about what are the benefits we can give these people outside of what we're doing with them on a day-to-day basis. Sometimes you take time off of work because you have a family crisis. Sometimes you have a family event like a birth, but some of these people won't have those events So we built into kind of our offering and our package. Every three three years, you accumulate this period of time that you can take for whatever you choose to do with it. So I think I chose to do a sabbatical in part because our team was ready and we had people in the places and the roles that I filled for me to be gone for that period of time, but also to kind of set an example for what that would look like when we could encourage other people in our team to do it. Probably your team goes away sabbatical. They think about life. They think about family. You you did it for the product, right? Was it 100% sabbatical for the product or did you also use it for some downtime? I designed it to be 100% for the product. So if you guys don't know me, Kim Coleman, I am a married co-founder who's been building a membership plugin for WordPress for, this is our 12th year, on the product called Paid Memberships Pro. In 2018, we launched a product called Sitewide Sales for Paid Memberships Pro, which is designed to do everything you would need to run a flash sale in your WordPress site, in your WordPress membership site specifically. So set up a banner and set up the rules for who sees that banner, 
set up discount code logic. So people who saw your landing page, the code would automatically be applied to their cart. So they wouldn't have those cases where they forget to insert the code and those kinds of things. And then tracking. So a lot of reporting on who saw the banner, who came to your landing page and who converted. The plugin for Paid Memberships Pro also would do, it would choose who to show the banner and the landing page to. So if I had a paid membership level already, it wouldn't allow me to see that offer. So it was a way to segment and create better like finite rules when you're running a flash sale. And then in 2019, we expanded it to be a WooCommerce and an easy digital downloads product. And that was kind of it. We didn't market it. We didn't really create a sales funnel for it. We weren't doing ongoing work. So I chose to use my sabbatical time to focus exclusively on that product. Was there another benefit that popped up during this whole time that you didn't think or you never thought of, and all of a sudden it hit you like, wow, this was super beneficial to do this sabbatical thing while focusing on Absolutely. The biggest one is that we redesigned our org chart. We hired for some key management roles within the Paid Memberships Pro structure, and I didn't put myself on that org chart. And it wasn't an intentional decision. It wasn't that I didn't see myself staying with Paid Memberships Pro. I'm still actively involved. Um, we, we tried an iteration of the org chart, which was me as a flow through to Jason as kind of a um, operator facilitator and Jason as a CEO visionary. And it failed. It didn't, it, we operated that way for three months. It did not work. I was leading a different vision than the visionary CEO, Jason. So as our team has grown, it's become harder and harder as a married couple to say, uh, who is the ultimate decision maker here? Who has veto power over one another? And to still go sit at the dinner table at the end of the day and smile and, and not feel offended and not feel hurt or overlooked um, or minimized in any way. So for me, one of those benefits was, could I spend six weeks autonomous, making my own decisions? We intentionally said that Jason wouldn't be involved in decision-making. He would be a listening ear. If I wanted to kind of rubber duck something, if I wanted to get his feedback and opinion, he would gladly give it. And we had time for that once a week throughout my sabbatical. But he did not say, you can't do this or you can do this. So it felt good for me, having been someone that lived for 12 years as like one of two brains making decisions in this company to have something uniquely my own, especially as our co- as our team has grown. And it doesn't make sense for our team to have two people who, who answer their questions and often dif- differently. So... That was my biggest learning. Was that sabbatical totally closed off from communications with the team? Or were you actually like, I hate to say this, was this like a sabbatical from Jason? Get away from me, man. Yeah. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going away from you so yeah. I can get my work done over here. Was, is that sort of how it played out? Maybe nicer? Yeah, logistically how I operated was I had myself removed from every team channel in our Slack uh, workspace. I declined every meeting for those six pe- weeks. So I didn't attend management meetings. I didn't attend sub-team meetings, one-on-one meetings. Jason took all that over. I did create a channel in our Slack for site-wide sales. And I basically talked to myself because part of me thought that I would miss the communication. And even talking to yourself is healthy sometimes. So I did use a Slack channel in that workspace still so people could DM me. And it didn't happen because they were really respectful, I think, of my of my time away. But that that channel I wrote I would pose questions, I would answer them myself, and I opened it up to our team, whoever wanted to be in it, joined it, and everyone joined it, and everyone was cheering on my wins and and giving feedback about my challenges. That was logistically within the team. Then for myself, I made two Google Docs, one of kind of content marketing 
design brand related activities and one of product focused activities. And I got early feedback. This was before the sabbatical began. I shared those to our marketing team. I shared the product related ones to David on our team who was responsible for most of the build of the plugin to that point and also to Jason to comment and kind of say, this is going to be a rabbit hole, Kim, or we thought about doing this before, but we found it was impossible because of X or unnecessary because of X. So I got feedback beforehand for those. But then when the time started, I just kind of let loose and I lived every day. What do I feel like doing? Do I feel like creating content? Do I feel like coding? And that's how I operated. Both plugins still operate under Stranger Studios. It's still a parent company or do you have them split off independent nope, of each other? We still, both, both products are still products of Stranger Studios. We Jason and I have one LLC. They're both the products within it. When you look to plug-in teams like Awesome Motive, you think, wow, they have such a dynamic and rich offering. Like They have a menu of things. They feed into one another beautifully. They have content streams that feed into selling their products. They have products that can be used adjacent to one another. So it's it's beautiful if you've gotten to that point. We're very early in considering if that's if that's the direction we want to go. Having a lot of products, we create them in-house. We've considered acquiring some, but none have really stuck out to us. So yeah, all operating within the same parent company, I guess you would say. How big is the team now? We have 15 people. One is part-time, so we have 14 full-time people. It feels like the right number right now and where we want to stay for as long as possible, hopefully. We have people in management roles that are helping us kind of eke more value out of the team members that we have. And we have processes going into place that are helping us avoid the overages, especially in support where you can spend hours and hours helping someone because they're nice and you're nice and things like that. So process is helping us scale. Yeah. Did you physically go away? Did I physically go away? No. No, I didn't. My, my kids are home for summer. We have a 10-year-old and a 13-year-old. So I was present with them. I didn't take any away trips. That might have been nice. Maybe if I do this again, I will I will consider doing that. We had one family vacation in the middle of it. Um, but, but no, I didn't. Jason and I don't work in the same office, in the same room. We have a, a building that's an outbuilding on our property where he works. And I work in my kitchen while I'm doing many other things within the home. But uh, it, it kind of what suits me best. And it was fun to stay in that environment. You did another thing too, which, and and maybe you didn't do it like fully, but I felt like you were kind of taking the whole build in public concept, but also like sabbaticaling in public, a sabbatical, sabbatical oh, nice. in public. New hashtag. Um, yeah, like I saw you like tweeting at this stuff and, and like asking questions. Was that sort of part of this experiment? Was it like that build in public kind of marketing thing too? And and how do you see that? Because I, I know there's a lot of people like, uh, I don't, I don't want to tell people what I'm doing. Like, it's not even like I'm a shy to do it. I just, I just don't want to tell people what I'm doing in this really competitive market. What are your thoughts on building this stuff out in public and talking about this as you go through it? Yeah. So with Paid Memberships Pro early on, that was our strategy. I think we were building in public before it was in to be doing it, before people were really using Twitter as a platform for those regular updates. We were using our blog to just kind of every day recap what had been done. I had a few month old baby on my arm and I was writing blog posts and coding things. So I think I wanted to look back on what made Paid Memberships Pro successful early on and leverage those same strategies. So in part for that, in part for the marketing effort, but also because my Twitter community is other WordPress plugin owners. And I want people to understand that this is possible. My team did not fall apart. Work did not stagnate at Paid Memberships Pro incorrect content didn't go out, things that I didn't look over. So I I think as owners who've been doing this for too long, 
even once our team has been built, we don't realize how capable they are. And we don't pull ourselves out of a process as early as we should. So the sabbatical for me pulled myself out of that process. And I hope demonstrated that it's possible and it's a finite period of time. And and given the right kind of boundaries for decision-making, your team can't screw things up too much. I almost said a curse word. Is that allowed on the Matt report? Yeah, it's fine. Listen. Okay, let it rip. (laughs) Here we go. You also put what I'll call deadlines on things. I felt like that anyway, like watching you tweet about this stuff. I think you get to the point where it's like, I have one day left. I need to like do something. What should it be? And I'm just going to like paraphrase, but it was like write a blog post, do something else in marketing. What were those deadlines? From the start, I I planned to avoid development, to avoid avoid coding as much as possible because that's the fun work. Everyone listening might not know my skill set, but I'm kind of very broad with my skills and knowledge. So I can do graphic design, I can do logo design, I can do page design, content creation, kind of everything you would consider a marketing activity. But I also serve as the front-end developer, front-end designer for Paid Memberships Pro. So I can also code and code blocks and code all the front-end interfaces. I'm the only person on our team who has like the best knowledge of CSS. So I, I had skill gaps into the development pieces of the sabbatical, but they were small. I guess I would say. So it might be hard for someone without any development skills to take a sabbatical and then they'd have to hire in, I guess, if they had development type things. So the schedule was really avoid development as much as possible. But then I did chunk my time. So when I was, I spent the first week exclusively focused on content creation and ramping up the website. And then I gave myself the next week to do development where I did, what I didn't do was set goals. I guess I would say I set a loose plan. So I said, you know, these are all the ideas of what I could accomplish in this week. I kind of have these loose plans, but I didn't set goals for product growth, for new user signups and acquisition until the very end. And then I thought to my, my type A personality said, I haven't achieved what I thought in terms of growth metrics, in terms of reportable numbers at the end of this. And then I did outreach on Twitter and said, what would you do? You have this much time left. What would the highest impact thing that you could produce, whether it's product focused, whether it's marketing focused, that you think would turn the dial on new member trials. So that was cool to get that engagement. I think that was one of the higher engaging questions I asked on Twitter because it was timely and and everyone has an opinion about growth hacking. So it it developed a lot of feedback for me. The site has changed a lot because back in the other thing I was searching for, as well as when Jason came on the show and it was last year, end of middle to end of last year. So not that long ago. And I remember him talking about site-wide sales. The site looks like it's changed a lot. Has it changed dramatically over the the last year in terms of the design and marketing and all that stuff? The first two days, that was, I think that was a point of contention between Jason and me. He didn't believe that the site was a barrier to Mm. what was, to why it wasn't getting users. And I did. So it was Mm. fun to say, no, I'm going to do this. That was my first day and a half I installed Block So this CP. site that I'm looking at right now was your first day and a half of sabbatical? Yes. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. So definitely <laughs> has changed. Yes. I'm a, uh, I'm a big doer. Came. Our team says get a ton done. I can get a ton done in a short period of time. Yeah. yeah no, this is, yeah. Listen, I'll, I'll side with you on this as I, I think design is everything. Yes. Uh, because it's just a trust factor too. I can I can kind of understand what Jason is saying too. It's just like, hey, if the, whatever, if the words don't match like the pain point and the feature set's not there, then they're not going to be real customers or whatever. But I think design 
is is such a trust factor. It's not even just, hey, this looks good. I can read it. I can find buttons. I, I just think it, it just instills trust in people that it's a real thing behind it. And then instantly I feel the trust and now I'll go and read the stuff to make it happen. Do you feel the same way or do you have a different opinion? I, I definitely do. I think I think design can be lacking when the interest is already there. So a lot of sites that use Paid Memberships Pro and have huge traffic and huge revenue numbers, when I look at their website, I am so underimpressed as an observer of it from just design-wise. I stand back and I look, how can this site be doing well? But it's because the topic of their membership is so niche, the people are so interested in it that that is not needed. The trust was the fact that it existed at all. So for this product, it's new. It's a new concept. People know what banner plugins are. They know how to set up discount codes in WooCommerce. They don't necessarily believe that they need a tool that does it all. They don't think that they need, they they schedule their their sales on Hootsuite calendars and they use that as a reference to look back later. They don't think that they need that history of what they did and when. So I think that design is just to get them not to bounce immediately. It has to be appealing. It has to look current. It has to look like 2022. Not the 2022 theme, but you know the year 2022. Like we know what we're doing. I want to talk about it. Integrating with WooCommerce, of course, PMP and EDD, Easy Digital Downloads. Do you have an opinion on the challenges of that? If you see any, obviously PMP is easy, obviously easy for you. But are there particular challenges or, you know, living in this space of should we be listed in .org? Should we be just selling it direct on the site? Should we go into the WooCommerce marketplace? And then whatever EDD is doing out there. Are, do you have any challenges there or opinions? Yeah, definitely. So with Paid Marshall's Pro early on, we were in the .org repository. It gives you huge exposure. As much as people complain about .org rules for plug-in code and .org rules for support, the exposure you get when a user with of WordPress goes to their plugins screen, clicks add new, and searches for a keyword, that is huge. That is one of the the main leg, how people discover Paid Memberships Pro, even to this day. And we would never leave the repository. Without that exposure, especially for a WooCommerce extension, not being in the WooCommerce extensions library, you're going flying solo, completely solo. When we developed the WooCommerce module, we looked at the 5 million installs that WooCommerce reports on WordPress.org and thought, oh, we could get like 0.1% of them, right? No, no, you are... We are like a black hole and we don't exist outside of those marketplaces. I think WooCommerce users, people who build WooCommerce sites, they're not necessarily WooCommerce um, advocates and evangelists, but they live in their own little niche outside of us, outside of the WordPress community, I think. And it's hard to reach those people. They go to the extension store. There's an innate trust that comes with the plugins that are already approved to be a part of that marketplace. There's no ease of discovering site-wide sales if you're usually searching for plugins through the extension store or through the wordpress.org repository. So for that reason, there's kind of a a marketing aspect to why building for WooCommerce is is not as, I guess, as much gravy as we thought it would be. But we do look at EDD and WooCommerce as kind of the other leading e-commerce platforms for WordPress. And building the EDD integration specifically we're plugin developers. We know a lot of plugin developers that use EDD. So we thought that that would be a path because our existing community is already 
our peers who are using EDD. So that felt like a path to get users as well. Not so much yet. I, I don't know either about the EDD users or if they're jumping ship and going to WooCommerce too. So this is all a rambling to say, if you can be in .org, be in .org, find a way to develop a plugin that can exist in that in that marketplace. If you are considering the WooCommerce extensions, I think you'll get huge exposure and huge marketing because they include you in their emails. They include you even in their own admin. On the on the coupons page, page in WooCommerce, it advertises six of their most popular coupons plugins. If I was in the repository, in their repository, I would be on that page. So that's a challenge. I'm gonna do something I haven't done in a while, and that's the hot seat. Oh, <laughs> just an excuse to press the old sound effect button. I want to break down the I'm looking at the, the homepage and I want to I want to go deep into your mind because I know for me. Creating the H1 and the H2 for the, the homepage is just like, God, it's a nonstop in my head. Anyway, it's a hamster wheel. Do I say this? Do I say that? Do I go? Do I try this? Do I write it out 15 times? Do I do a B tester? Okay, so I'm going to read the H1, run a profitable targeted site-wide sale and get paid. H2, site-wide sales is the only all-in-one flash sales plugin for WordPress. Do you remember, was this part of the sabbatical? Do you remember how you got to that H1, run a profitable targeted site-wide sale and get paid? Was it a challenge for you? And in the H2, all-in-one flash sales plugin, I don't know of it as a flash sales plugin, but I assume you did research to find that most people are saying flash sales plugin. So just walk us through that concept or that that process of how you get to the H1 and H2. Are you happy with it? And do you see yourself changing it as time goes on? So, so my process is the brand is site-wide sales. The thing that it does is create a site-wide sale, but the larger volume keyword is flash sale. So when you look up like how to run a flash sale, that's the keyword most people are searching for. If you search site-wide sales, we're the number one result. And it's not because we've done anything magical. It's that we're kind of trying to coin a phrase. So there's value in that. There's value in, I thought the name was a little too brand flakes and we should have been like WP flash promo something. I've never made a plugin that had press in the name, but you know, the ones that have press in the name seem to do well organically. <laughs> so I did think about renaming the product as part of my site, my, my sabbatical, but I did not. But I wanted to use the word flash sale in a prominent place in this homepage for sure. And then the all-in-one is, is a nod to somebody on Twitter who read our old landing page and said, it's kind of like set it and forget it. Like Ronco electric food dehydrator. If, if you're old like me and remember infomercials, and there was an infomercial series that would say like, kind of set it and forget it. It's like the all in one thing. And, and those were terms. And I thought that's a good term because people do all in one tools and they like things that are streamlined to do all the steps of a process that they need. There's a lot of people in WordPress who argue about the number of plugins you can have installed in a site and the number of features you want kind of in a WordPress site. So monolithic plugins versus these like platformer kind of plugins is, is I would say we're kind of more on the platformer side because it's banners and, and discount logic. So that's kind of my usage of the all-in-one piece. And Jason was encouraging me to use some, what are the goals of an e-commerce site owner? And it's definitely to profit when you run a sale. I, th I think enough e-commerce site do owners don't reflect on the performance of a sale. They just say, is revenue bigger than it was the time I wasn't running a sale? 
Yes, it was successful, which isn't necessarily true. You could have left a lot of money on the table in the ways that site-wide sales can help you. So profitable kind of speaks to that piece. Targeted speaks to the right eyeballs viewing your sale, which I also say eyeballs later, but maybe that grosses people out in lower headings, but targeted in that people want targeting in their sales. They don't want a new customer offer to be shown to existing customers, which is something we do with WooCommerce. So I hope that that term is getting that across and get paid is a is part of our mission statement at Stranger Studios. When we look at the types of products we build, they're all centered around helping people be financially independent and get paid because those are the types of businesses that we think are recession-proof as, as plug-in developers. Those are the types of businesses that while they're challenging when you're handling people's livelihoods, they're also like amazing because when people do really well and can leave their day job, move to the tropics and have a beautiful life because your your plugin enabled that, that's beautiful. So that's kind of the get paid nod. If you click to the features page, I have a different heading and I kind of like that one more. So I'm, I'm not sure. I think I'm kind of in the air about Run it. Run flash um, sales keep... like the big brands. Yeah. And that is a nod to every brand website that you go to. Like Land's End, I was just shopping for like swim cover-up rash guards. They're constantly running a flash sale. You will never get to oldnavy.com or landsend.com and there's not a flash sale running. So they're not necessarily perpetual sales in the way that some WordPress plugin teams do their perpetual sales. These are like, take 30% off category swim and it's in a banner. Uh, the products are uh, strike through price throughout the store. It shows what the discount applies to. So I wanted to make a nod to people who might see that functionality who are running e-commerce stores who sell physical products. And they're like, how are they doing that? Like, how is Land End strike through pricing throughout their whole store? And how are they not requiring discount codes at checkout? That's what this plugin does. So I think that that's kind of the nod because when you're building it yourself, you want to replicate functionality and do what's working. And you might not have time to do market research, but you have time to browse the website of a huge brand and get inspired. So that's that nod. I like both. I was going to say is I specifically or especially like the the graphic that you have on the homepage that sort of just literally illustrates like this is what you normally do. Hey, you're just probably a person using a discount code. That's cool. But the new way is like discount code, sale banner, ad landing page and the conversion or sale banner ads and then landing page conversion reports. And I, I like how that illustrates that this plugin does all this while you're just doing a simple discount code. So that that's a cool graphic, I think. Yeah, I think when you're trying to kind of reinvent a process that exists and it works well, and a lot of e-commerce sites don't want to actually mess with, they're like, no, like I will not test this on Black Friday. That is our most important sale of the year. Further down, we have yeah. messaging. Don't wait till Black Friday to try it. Try sale now, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I think you have to interject, you know, and say, stop what you're doing and do it this way instead. Like we know we've been doing this. We've used this product on Painter's Throw for six years. So we know... At least it's built in a way that's successful for us. This is awesome stuff, Kim. Thanks for sharing everything about the sabbatical, everything you're doing with the product. I'm glad you didn't put press or WP in the product name. I like that. I like that we're not all following that suit because you never know. Hey, it's 40% of the market space or the market share in 2022, but never know. Never know. Drupal no, could come in know. and all of a sudden scoop up 20%. <laughs> then you'll be like, oh shit, I can put this on a Drupal site too. Yep. <laughs> Everybody. I did have, could this just be a SaaS product? Does this even have to be a integrated with WooCommerce? Could it operate oh, yeah. as a drop-in 100%. JavaScript SaaS? Like, 
be kind of agnostic to the platform. So we're not ready to develop that yet, but SaaS is an interesting and growing favorite yeah. model. For, for You said, could this be SaaS? And like in your house, Jason's ears just perked up. He was like, yeah, actually, yes, I think uh, I think we should do that. Kim, yeah. where can folks go aside from sitewidesales.com, sitewidesales.com, start now for 30 days free and then $49 a year. Where else can they find you to say thanks? Sure, I'm most active on Twitter. My handle is ColemanK83, or you can visit strangerstudios.com. Use the contact form there to reach me. It goes right to me. And if you want to meet Kim in the WP Minute Slack, go to buymeacoffee.com slash Report. Support the show and join the membership for $79 a year. Join our Slack group. Yes, it's Slack now. It's no longer Discord. The, the, t- the, the members won. All right, I, ha- I had to delete Discord. I'll tell you, let me tell you one thing as a bonus round here. When I was setting up Slack, because I've never really set, I set up Slack for my agency I don't, 50 million years ago. I don't remember setting it. I don't even remember what happened back then. But I can tell you when you're setting up an online community, Discord just gives way more features for like controlling the groups, controlling the permissions, labeling people or roles as they call it and integrations way more than Slack. Slack's like you get one admin and then you got to pay us a billion dollars a month if you want anything else. This is like, oh man, the Discord was kind of nice for that. Anyway, buymeacoffee.com slash Matt Report. Kim, thanks for hanging out today and sharing us, uh, sharing with us your sabbatical and everything you're doing with the products. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Hey friends, thanks for listening to today's episode with Kim Coleman. It was a fantastic conversation. I, I don't know if I could ever force myself into a sabbatical. I mean, I know she wasn't really using the label force, but uh, you know, really plan that out because something about not focusing on a million things at once scares me, but that's probably, probably the medicine that I need. How about you? Uh, if you are interested in WordPress news, you love WordPress news, you want to just see a five-minute glimpse every Wednesday, sign up to my other newsletter slash podcast slash blog slash membership at the WPMinute.com. That's the WPMinute.com. You can join for free on the newsletter. You can get that news every Wednesday, five minutes, in your favorite podcast player. Search for us, the WP Minute. If you want to engage, if you want to help craft the news every week, go to buymeacoffee.com slash Matt Report. You can join for $79 a year. You get access to a Slack group. We've got about 50 strong now. There's definitely some traction going on. I'm happy to see it. People love Slack. I was on Discord. I know. I know. Buymeacoffee.com slash Matt Report. Join for $79 a year. When you share the news, you're sharing yourself. You're sharing your brand. It's a great way to not only contribute and help shape community WordPress news, but you get some recognition. If you're trying to get your name out there, you're trying to get your business recognized, the WPMinute.com is the place for you. If you love that WordPress news, go to buymeacoffee.com slash Matt Report.